Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Brittany's Big Show, serving up hot and fresh, live from the Lakeland University studios, offering evening and online master's program. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. Seeing report here from Bobby Nightingale, not Bob Nightingale, but his kid, Bobby Nightingale, who uh, writes uh, and covers the Cincinnati Reds. Says MLB announces the experimental rule changes in the minor leagues. All levels. All levels of the minors will have a pitch clock and oversized basis. Triple A is the only level that won't have restrictions on shifts. Now, again, as we've talked about in the past, this thing with the shifts is not what we all thought. I think a lot of people thought that the shift deal uh, in the CBA was going to be, you just can't have a shift anymore. That's the end of it. That's not the case. You can have a shift, but nobody can be on the outfield grass. So you can't have your shortstop, you know, playing shallow right field between your first baseman and your second baseman. Those days are going to be done uh, more than likely in 2023 Major League Baseball. But they've already started implementing it uh, in the other levels of the minor league starting this year outside of AAA, which means that you go see a Timber Rattlers game, uh, you will not see those big shifts anymore. And that's not going to happen. But you'll see the pitching clock. Uh, you'll see the oversized bases at the Timber Rattler games, the whole deal. Also, select stadiums in AAA and low A will have an automatic strike zone that they are implementing. I'd love to know what the umpires think about this. Has anybody heard from any of the umpires in how this is all going to play out? Because the home plate umpire, what will his job be? 
because he's not going to call balls or strikes anymore. The umpires are not going to allow them to eliminate a position of pay. So that's not going to be a thing. So is he essentially going to be down there and judging foul tips, uh, judging uh, catcher interference, and then any close plays at the plate uh, or pointing down for an appeal on a swing or not? Is that pretty much all he's doing? That and looking pretty, I guess. That that's I I think that is the extent of what the home plate umpire would be if there's an automatic strike zone. The other part of this that I want to see is like in AAA, for instance, or low A. Where are the, all these clocks and things going to be? So you're going to have to have a pitch clock somewhere. First of all, one that pitch clock has to be in two spots. It has to be somewhere in the outfield so the umpire, catcher, and hitter can see it. And there's going to have to be one behind home plate, folks. And right now in Major League Baseball, a lot of signage and sponsorship is behind home plate. Look at American Family Field. They've got signage. There's sponsorship. That's all ad money. You you can't pull those down. That's not going to be a thing. I was just thinking about Marlins Stadium where they have the fish tanks running right. behind home plate. How are you going to put a pitch clock over a fish tank? I, I don't know. But, I mean, that that's one thing. But now think about this. So now you're going to have that, that pitch clock. Okay, fine. Everybody's got to see it. Now you're going to have another electronic device that's going to judge ball and strikes. Same thing. Like, you're going to have to have that behind home plate so everybody playing defense can see what the call is, striker ball, and what the count is, essentially, I would think, at the same time. So that would have to be another electronic device that they're going to have to pay for. And on the scoreboard or somewhere else in the outfield, that strike ball thing is going to have to pop up when it's a strike or a ball. And then the count and all of that. But there will have to be two electronic devices, I believe, added behind the catcher in order to implement both of these things. Who's paying for that? I'm guessing it's Major League Baseball. And you're going to have one, like on one side of the, the the sponsorship, one on the other side of the sponsorship. That's all going to have to be a thing. And I'm sure these teams will find some way to monetize them in some way. Whether it's this, the pitch clock brought to you by Werner's Fine Meats. Sure, Spirits. sure, sure. Absolutely. I think you're spot on, Adam Roberts. Right. No question. They they sell sponsorships rights to that. And again, we have Rick Schlesinger tomorrow. And we can bring that up to him. I would assume so. Just like those oversized oversized bases. Same type of deal, right? Eventually, you'll have sponsorship money on that. You're already able to add sponsorship to the jerseys and helmets coming up this season. That was part of that CBA. So that also is going to be a thing that goes into this. It's just... It's a little... I don't want to say crazy. But it's one of those things where if you're older and I'll consider myself old, if you're old, right, you're in your 40s, 50s, or older than that, with all of these changes happening, you kind of feel like your game of baseball is changing. Your game of baseball is being taken away from you. And then you heard David Stearns talk at his presser, him and and Craig Council, and Stearns and Council both are like, this is long overdue. Like, we've needed changes to this sport for a while. And we have to get progressive and we have to continue to evolve the game and continue to take it farther uh, and and move it ahead versus staying in the same spot that they've been in uh, for so long without any changes. 
Those are guys in the sport. Council is managing in that sport. And to be honest with you, I'm surprised because I thought Council was more of an old school guy. I thought Council was one of those guys that just leave the game the way it is. It's fine. Don't mess with it. And it does not appear to be that way. Council appears to be the guy with Stearns that are all about advancing technology and changing things. Now, is it going to stop me from going to a baseball game because they made these changes? No. I'm going to go. Doesn't matter to me. The funny thing is I got asked about youth baseball. Well, if they do it at the major leagues, are they going to do it in youth baseball? No. No, they're not. There's no chance. None. Because of just all the technology that has to be done in order to make all of this work. And the manpower that goes behind it. Way too expensive to see this filtering all the way down here. Even at the college level, I don't think you'll see all of this automatic stuff coming in because you're going to have to, it's going to cost you a lot of money to install all the digital devices in order to make it work. So we'll see. But again, Bobby Nightingale Jr. saying uh, that at all levels in the minor leagues this year, we'll have a pitch clock and oversized bases. So like I said before, if you want to see it, go to the Timber Rattlers. Go see the the Timber Rattlers, and you can see all these changes in play and see how much longer it goes. I'll be anxious to check in on those Timber Rattlers come about mm, June, July, and see what their average game time is versus what it was last year. Because the expectation is that it's going to cut 20 minutes to half hour off of the game. So if you and your family have gone to Timber Rattler games that they're normally three hours, maybe they're only two and a half hours now. If it was two and a half hours, maybe they'll get to two hours having this pitch clock uh, in play. George in Muskego, you are next on the Wendy's Big Show. Not the Wendy's Big yeah. Show. Sparky's Midday Madness. Sorry, George, I'm all confused. What's up? No, that's, that's all right, buddy. Hey, so I was a little surprised when you said who's going to pay for this. Uh, you did not read the Sunday paper yesterday, I take it. No. That's uh, no. There's a front page article, and it concerned uh, that, you know, the Brewers are already begging for another $100 million. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But we're no, talking but, about the digital clocks. That's going to be Major League Baseball paying for that. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me finish my comment. Okay. In the article, they said that uh, we were responsible for any major league rules change and any kind of addition or subtraction or whatever that was concerned with major league rule change, that actually we were responsible for that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. I, I would be surprised, and I guess maybe I shouldn't be surprised, if Major League Baseball puts it on every team to have to uh, pay for and cover costs of all this stuff. I can't imagine can I the owners you, would be would be okay with that, but I guess it's possible. Yeah, go ahead. Can I ask a question? Sure. Do you know who gets the revenue from the parking? I believe the Brewers do. Yeah. So do you know what kind of rent the Brewers pay for for the, uh, what kind of lease they have for the stadium. What do you mean, what kind of rent? What do you mean? Well, I mean, we own it. All right, we maintain it. So uh-huh. does, do the Brewers organization, you know, pay the... Uh, no. Uh, no, they don't pay a dime. I, I, I don't think... I don't... Dollar. I got, we got Rick Schlesinger on tomorrow. I'll ask him when we have Rick yeah, on tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be a great thing. I'll see what <laughs> he says. But here, look. I mean, if you want to talk about this, and I, I, I will bring you up something that I brought up last week, and maybe... You didn't hear it. Just to kind of how screwed up Major League Baseball is. Now, this is what I was told. I'm going to follow up with Rick Schlesinger tomorrow to see 
if this is right or not, but this is what I was told uh, by somebody uh, close uh, to this whole situation with uh, revenue sharing and all of this. So check this out. See if I can read this to you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So the NBA and NFL, as far as how they handle licensing money. In the NBA and NFL, all the team merchandise that is sold goes into a pool. Players get a percentage of that pool of money, and the owners from the NFL and NBA split the rest of that evenly amongst themselves. Okay? So the Cowboys get the same amount as the Packers. Packers get the same amount as the Bengals. Bengals, same amount as the Steelers. Whatever. In MLB, according to a friend of mine, players get a percentage of the pool. The owners get what their respective team sells only, meaning any Yankee item sold, the Yankee owner gets. Royals item sold, the Royals owner gets. That is crazy to me. Now, it's great if if you have a Giannis on your team and you get every dime sold uh, for Giannis if you're a, a Bucks owner, then that makes all the sense in the world. I I get that. But from a brewer perspective, I mean, that kills you. Because, again, you are small market. You don't have as big a fan base as the Yankees and the Mets. So the rich get richer the way the owners have this set up. And that's owners screwing owners in my mind. Well, I was an electrician for a living, and I actually worked at Miller Brewery, and I installed the uh, instant replay system that was there. Oh, nice. That's yeah, awesome. Well, it was inter- It was very interesting. But, you know, I'll tell you a couple of interesting things about it. Uh, they had a major league representative there watching us uh, for probably 75% of the time. I bet to make sure it was set up correctly, right? That's correct. That's correct. But I thought one of the most interesting, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things I saw while working there. Uh, but I saw where they store all the hats and the, and the shirts and everything. Right. I mean, it's a huge place. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Sure have. So yep. We, been there we, from what, so from what it was built. Much, yeah, they've got, like, stock upon stock upon stock. But now I wish I could say, but I don't want to lie to you or your listeners, but the amount of hats that they sell per game there is unbelievable at 35 and plus. Yeah. yeah no, no. So the rumors are not going broke. I well, no, no, no. That. I'm not saying they're going broke. I'm just saying that the system is flawed, that it should be set up the way the NFL and NBA is, where everybody gets an even split. Because, again, I mean, think about being in Pittsburgh or Kansas City or something like that. There's no way they're saying they're selling the same amount of merchandise as, say, the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs or anybody else like that. And, again, that's owner-on-owner crime. That's what that is. Thanks for the call. This isn't the players screwing the owners. This is the owners screwing other owners. Like, I don't – I can't comprehend. Again, we're going to ask for a here tomorrow if this is true. If this is true – it doesn't make any sense to me how Mark Antonacio can sit in the same room as all these other guys and feel like they give a rip about him. Like, how how can you consciously think that's true? There's no way that's consciously true. Now, he brought up this whole having to pay money and so forth. And over the weekend on Twitter, I saw something uh, with an idea uh, to try and figure out how to fund and, and make more money off of the Brewers down in that Menominee Valley area. Uh, and I'll read that to you coming up next. Also want to know this. Are the Brewers frustrating you right now a little bit by, by not going and getting anybody outside of Brad Boxberger? Are you starting to get frustrated by seeing all these things happening around you? Matt Olson gets traded today from the Athletics to the Atlanta Braves. First base. They gave up a lot of prospects in order to get that deal done, which also now means Freddie Freeman 
uh, is not going to probably go back to the Atlanta Braves. It's probably not happening. So he's going to end up somewhere. Dodgers, Yankees, wherever he may be. Nelson Cruz, that was a guy that I was wanting. And Dodgers, Padres, were interested in him. And he signs a one-year deal with the Nationals. So he's off the market. Again, as you're trying to fill this DH role, they need to get a big bat. And now earlier today, Ken Rosenthal of the Athletics says they're in talks with Andrew McCutcheon, apparently, who is, what, 35? Roughly the same age as Lorenzo Cain. Same type of deal at this point. Now, he did hit you know, 27 home runs last year. First time he's done that in like four years. So I'm not sure if I buy into that being the case. He also hit like 230, which is god-awful. Um, so we'll see. Maybe that's their answer at DH. You rotate a McCutcheon in there with uh, some of the other guys at the DH position and see what happens. But it appears that the Brewers are looking to fill that DH spot with a bat more than just rotating through the guys on their roster. And you're frustrated with the Brewers early on here uh, in free agency. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The Fan Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Y'all missed out on Friday Fish Fry over the weekend, Friday and Saturday. You really missed out. Did you see the uh, video? Yeah, we were talking uh, Guy all text. bloodied up. That was unintentionally great marketing for those fish fry jerseys. Yes, definitely unintentional for sure. But that guy's face was bloodied up. It just cracks me up, Hoggy. Forever, he's just standing there watch. Doo-doo-doo. See what happens. See how this all goes. I'm telling you, I'm going to fix baseball. Let that happen if somebody gets hit by a pitch. Let, let's, let's see how quickly that happens. Now, again... You don't want that to happen because you don't want guys to quit pitching inside. Uh, but that would be one thing. Uh, had a, a friend of mine reach out. It uh, said they will probably use the in-between inning clocks for the pitch clocks. They already have them installed at all the parks in the outfield and behind home plate. So that would make sense. Yeah. Good, good dual usage uh, out of one of those clocks uh, would make a great, uh, great deal of sense uh, at this point. I'm, I'm going to get you uh, that idea or uh, – Proposal laid out uh, on Twitter about what to do down uh, in that uh, Menominee Valley area by Great American, not Great American, I almost called it Great American Ballpark, like we're in Cincinnati, American Family Field, uh, coming up here momentarily. First, Nate, north side of Milwaukee, uh, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Nate? What's good, Sparky? Um, I agree with you, man. I, I don't know what the Bulls are doing that really frustrated me because I was with you. I wanted Nelson Cruz, a big bat. Who would who could give you some power in the middle of that order? Um, I just think about the the playoffs last year, and the biggest thing that we the biggest thing we struggled with was offense, and it doesn't seem like they're doing anything to try to fix that issue. Um, and it's just like they're going down the same rabbit hole, and they're gonna they're gonna run into the same problem again. Now. I I, I kind of like the Andrew McCutcheon um, view because he 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 could be he can hit for power when he needs to because I feel like his numbers are usually down because of he was in not he was in a PNC Park for a very long time you know that's that's not really a a hitter's park like like it is and I feel like in, and he always hits well in Miller. Uh, well, it used to be Miller Park when he was a uh, part of the Pirates. So 
I feel like that's a that's a good step. Um, but I would also like to them to take try to take a look at a Kyle, Kyle Schwarber since Nelson Cruz sure. is gone. and just find some type of consistent powers to put in that lineup because you cannot trust Christian Yelich to be Christian Yelich. We seen that last year. You gotta you gotta get you gotta take some pressure off of him and getting Renfro was a good idea. Um, he's going to be able to hit for some power, but also getting another guy where he doesn't have to, where he knows that that guy is going to produce could also take some pressure off him, and we can get the Christian Ellis back that we that we want. And- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hope that we pay for it. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand what you're saying. This A lot of what this season's going to be is going to come down to Christian Yelich at the end of the day. I mean, it, it, it's probably unfair to put it all on one guy, but that's kind of where we're at right now. If he plays back to, maybe not even an MVP level, level let's say he plays at an all-star level, Nate, that makes this team that much more dangerous than it is currently with just really a lot of pitching. Yeah, most definitely, because if we could just get him to be all-star level, all-star level is is way better than what we had last year. All-star level... um gets us past that divisional round last year. You know what I mean? And then we already have the pitching um that can that can work, that can get us through games and with Devin Williams coming back, he was a big for us not having for him not to be there in the Brave series, but getting him back, getting Boxberger back and then Cousins and all those the crew, that that can that can help, but we just need consistent offense. All right, and thanks for the call. That's what it is all about. It's consistent offense at the end of the day, Nate. And I, I totally agree with you. And I, my fear in all of this is just they say, they being the Brewers, of, hey, we got really good pitching. Our offense will be fine. Keston Yehura will hit again. Uh, our guy, Christian Yelich, will hit again. And everything will work itself out at the end of the day. There's no need to go overspend uh, on another bat. For, for me, you know the Dodgers are going to be there. You know the Giants pitching looks pretty good right now. 
You know the Mets have Scherzer and DeGrom and what they're doing. You Now the Braves add Olsen, Matt Olsen, so now Freddie Freeman goes somewhere else, but you got to be concerned about the Braves uh, going forward. Now, we'll see what the Cardinals end up being, but I think that's another team to be concerned about. Now, the Cubs, the Reds, the Pirates, no. I mean, the Reds, it looks like they're blowing that thing up. The Pirates aren't anywhere close to competing. The Cubs blew themselves up last year. So really, it's just you and the Cardinals in the division, and that's fine. If the goal is just to be in the playoffs, then you're good. Then you probably don't need to add a bat. I think you're fine. I think you still win the division with what you have. But if the goal is to go to a World Series, then I think you still need to add some more stuff here. You you need to add at least one more at bat. One more bat, I should say, uh, into that DH role. That's the first thing that it's got to get done. Then after you do that, then maybe you, you go out and get another reliever to go along with Brad Boxberger that you brought back uh, to add to that bullpen, and then go from there. Had a conversation with a buddy of mine over the weekend. He said, do you think they'll you know, extend the Corbin Burns? And Vinny Rotino brought that up last week as far as, you know, I hope they extend him before, you know, he has to come to them. So meaning buy out a couple of years of arbitration, extend him and pay him. My thought on this is simple. You have him under control, Woodruff under control, Peralta under control. Why rush? I mean, obviously they want to get paid and they're going to go to arbitration and they're going to get paid. So obviously they want to hit it big and I get that. But if you pay them now, then you're taking money away from what you could use to add a hitter or two to this roster. So from my perspective, if I'm Mark Antonazio and I'm David Stearns, I wait. Like, maybe next offseason, depending on what we do this year. Right? If the Brewers go to the World Series this year, then maybe you go and you you give that money, uh, that extension money to Corbin Burns and get, buy out the first year or two of free agency. Okay, then I'm down with that. But to do it right now? No. I wouldn't do it right now. I think the window... Uh, isn't all that big necessarily when you have Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta all on uh, all in this starting rotation. I leave it alone. And Eric Lauer, he pitched fairly well last year as well. Uh, I just for me, I wouldn't do it. Now, this idea that I was talking about that that came up. The guy's name is Robin Palm. He's on Twitter at Bourbon Planner. He tweeted it out, and apparently, uh, he also sent it to Rick Schlesinger who we'll have on tomorrow here on the Wendy, or coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, 10.35, by the way, 10.35 uh, tomorrow morning. In this, Robin Palm suggests a beer district, similar to that of the Deer District, in which uh, the Brewers were working out some type of deal with Komatsu, who vacated uh, their property down in that area to move to the Harbor District. And uh, essentially revitalize that area with restaurants, bars, hotels, and that whole deal. He also suggests getting rid of some of the parking spaces that they have to build more like regular roads through there uh, to go along with more businesses that could be built along that area. Now, he says hotels, but I mean, you could argue one way or the other about condos and development that way where you could have condos or apartments and then on the bottom level of these condos and apartments could be restaurants and so forth. Robin Palm also points to the fact of all the other cities that have done something similar, whether it be Paul Bar- Ballpark Village near Bush Stadium in St. Louis, the Navy Yard around National Stadium in D.C., the Battery near Truist Park in Atlanta. You can even point to 
the redone Wrigley Field, how they've done that. They've got like a two or three story Cubs store right next to one of the entrances. They got restaurants and bars all around in that area as well. And this is part of the reason why I wanted that Pfizer Forum property to go between uh, Potawatomi and at that point, Miller Park. Line them up and then build that whole entertainment district going all the way down. Thought it would have been, would have made a ton of sense. I was told that because of what's underneath uh, the soil and in the soil and so forth, that the amount of money it would have taken to do that was through the roof and it was just not a quote-unquote real possibility to do that, which means you're going to have to go the other way, uh, according to Robin Palm, in order to get this done. I know a lot of people didn't like it on Twitter. A lot of people read it and saw losing parking spaces. That means we're going to lose tailgating. And then what? First of all, I understand tailgating is all is what it's all about at the end of the day. I get it. But there is something pretty cool to having a lot of stuff to do within that area. And now they're adding the golf simulators to the park as well. So they're trying to add more year-round things to go on inside that stadium to get you to come. Restaurant to be named later, year-round. The golf simulators, that's going to be year-round. Now, if you start to add hotels and bars and restaurants and so forth, that also could become a thing. The other counter to this is you're going to kill Water Street. If you if you build this the way you want to build it, if that becomes the new venue of where everybody wants to be, it's going to kill Water Street. And that's going to be a big problem there. So you're going to create more business to hurt businesses in other areas. Maybe. Could be. But just think. If you had a chance to buy a condo that looked at American Family Field, you're telling me that wouldn't be a consideration? Of course it would be. Just like it's a consideration to rent condos in the Third Ward or in the Harbor District or downtown or whatever else where you're close to the entertainment that's going on. That's all. All part of it. To me, it makes a ton of sense. It does. Now, am I a big political guy? Nope. Not into politics. Not at all. Not one way or the other. Don't really care. So I don't know politically how that would have to play out. All the different stuff that would have to go into it. Robin Palm lays it all out in his tweet. You can go read all of it there. But he said it to, to Rick Schlesinger as well. I'm like, I love the idea. I've been suggesting something like it for a long time. I just don't know how realistic it is. Uh, at the end of the day, what say you, Adam Roberts? Well, I wonder if this Robin Palm guy will approach whoever ends up winning the mayoral election in about a month or so. And, you know, I would assume and granted, I did not live in the area during the construction of Miller Park and all of whatever went on there. But getting big voices on for projects like this is always important. So whoever does end up winning that race, if they start to even just a little bit, just say, yeah, that would be an interesting idea to pursue. That would well, maybe help get the I ball wanna, rolling a little. I want to hear Schles- Rick Schlesinger's comments to this tomorrow when we have true, him on the show, true. on the Wendy's Big Show, because he saw it. He sent it to him on an email, and, and Rick replied back to him. Thanks for the email, whatever. So I, I'm just curious, because I'm guessing this is something that's been talked about in the past. Had to have been, especially after you saw Titletown District get built by Lambo. And you saw how well that went over. They bought all they land up. They've redone everything, and it's been a smashing success. You saw what they did with Pfizer Forum, and the Bucks owners deserve credit for that. 
If you're the Brewers, this had to have come up at some point in the past. This has had to have come up to where it's like, why don't we do something similar? I would think that they've investigated this in the past. Obviously, it never happened because nothing has changed or been built. But we'll ask Rick Sussinger tomorrow. Hey, the big tournament's going on this week. And the place to watch all the big games while enjoying your own indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Settle down to awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings. Plus, their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up <laughs> with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Check them out today. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. See Sparky Fiverr with you. Rami Makhlouf comes up here at 3 o'clock with The Rami Show. If you ever thought about becoming your own boss, now's the time. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. Become a successful transporter of expedited freight. All that means is you drive for a living. Your career is driving. You go from point A to point B. Pick stuff up, drop stuff off. It's really that simple. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio to the fan. And drive, baby, drive. And get paid for it, too. Now, why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personally to keep drivers moving. Young Express, you can drive locally, regionally, or nationwide. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. They're looking for full-time independent contractors, which means you work with Young Express, not for Young Express. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. Uh, Bill Huber uh, I am seeing now, has tweeted out, that the Packers are resigning Devondre Campbell, uh, according to Bill Huber. Five-year deal, according to his agent Joe Panos, former Badger, five-year deal worth $50 million for Devondre Campbell. Wowzer. Wow, 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 wow. All right. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Now we got something. So Bill Huber, first one with it as far as I know. Uh, congratulations. Nicely done by Bill Huber, SI.com. Just uh, retweeted from the Big Show Network, and I'm sure I got Adam Roberts will retweet it as well. Five years, $50 million for Devondre Campbell back to the Green Bay Packers. So let's see if we got this right. We've got Preston Smith signed a four-year extension today. That makes him at five years, correct? Because he had one year left on his deal. Is that right, Adam? I'm going to double-check with Track, but if I remember correctly, you are right. Okay. So that would mean he's got five years left on his deal. Devondre Campbell, five-year deal, worth $50 million. The original report... On Rodgers was five years, or was it four years? No, it was four-year extension for $200 million, which means that would put Rodgers at five years left as well. Are they building a five-year window here? Is that is that what's occurring? Are they building a five-year window in Green Bay going, 
we're going to have a window for five years where we're, 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 we'll be able to compete. Now, still nothing on Rajul Douglas. But in my mind, I don't know about yours, Devondre Campbell, outside of Devontae and Aaron Rodgers, was the next target that they had to bring back. It was those two, then Campbell, then you can talk about Zadarius Smith, who they released, or Preston Smith at that point. This is a huge, huge deal for the Green Bay Packers bringing back Devondre Campbell. Yeah, and as far as Preston goes, he does have the one year remaining, the four years then, and then he'd become an unrestricted free agent in 2027. Right. So five-year deal for Campbell, five years left for Preston uh, Smith. If it's a four-year extension for Rodgers, that's five years. You would assume that this would be a five-year deal that they're trying to get done with Devontae Adams as well. So are they building a five-year window here with Aaron Rodgers? Is that what is happening? Or am I just reading too much into it? Call in, celebrate. I hey, wasn't expecting this news. We'll take it though. Devondre Campbell, five years, fifty million. Bill Huber uh, with the story at si.com. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 12:50 a.m. The fan uh, as well. I'm sorry. This, to me, this is huge. We still don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to make. We still have no idea. But this is a big one, a big one uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Caught lightning in a bottle, and he gets five years at fifty million dollars. And I'll be honest with you, I'm good with $10 million a year. I am. You gave Preston Smith four years at $52.5 million in new money. You gave him at five at 50. So Preston Smith making more than Devondre Campbell. I don't know. I, I see no problems with this deal whatsoever. Th- this is a great deal for the Green Bay Packers. Gerard in Delaware, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Gerard, what do you think? Devondre Campbell, five years, $50 million, according to Bill Huber. What I call did I call earlier in the other show, and what did I say, Sparky? They're going to sign Campbell, right? You did say that. that. Okay, so okay, I got the crystal ball out. Now remember, you know how this started with the ten million dollars a year. The Giants gave Martinez ten million dollars a year, and Martinez is half the player Campbell is. I would agree. True enough. Yes, I. Okay, so I there totally you go. Agree. So when you start, see the whole thing. The whole thing gets bad when you start paying, let's say, mediocre or average players a lot of money. That's when it gets ridiculous. So is Campbell worth it? You're not. We're not going to know. We're not going to know. But I want to bring back the whole defense. Douglas is going to come back too, right? That's that's what we. Well, now there was so. one report on that. Nobody else, other than the one dude, has reported it. So we're still waiting to see if that actually happens. But that's the belief. Well, who, re- who reported that Campbell was coming back? Nobody. No, Bill Huber. He covers the Packers. Yeah, no, He's now a- he did. No, now he did. Right now he did. Correct. Yeah, Bill Huber is reporting five years at fifty million. He's yeah. the first one well, with like it. Bill, a... Huber. Bill, Bill Huber is one of the best guys out there. Yes, I like Bill Huber. He, right. He's one of the best. Out and there. for all and, those uh, all those people that want to rip on the Packer beat writers for never breaking a story, well, there you go. Bill Huber just broke a story, and everybody like well, Ian he, Rappaport, he, 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 they're all retweeting right. him. Ah, uh, good for him. Good for Bill. I like Bill yeah. Huber. So good. Good for him. Look, you think they're gonna? You legitimately think? Are they going to sign Landry or Robinson? You 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 think that? I, I don't know. That? I have no idea what's going to happen with that. I, I'm I'm hoping. I, I would like either one of those guys. I, I'd be fine with either one of those guys. So if they brought me, that. Let in. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. They go out and sign Landry tomorrow. Is that despite Adams? No. Is that in case? Adam, no. No, that's to no, replace MVS. 
You, okay, you're sure about that, though, right? You think that's what it's all about? Listen, huh? It's I, not saying, look, if he's not coming back, if you want to play games, we'll sign this Gerard, guy, we're going to go out and sign somebody else. I agree with Gary. There's no way Rodgers is playing without Devontae Adams. Okay, I just, I just don't. I hope you're right. Well, I, I just, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm right or not. It's just to me, it seems like they're they're intertwined and locked together here in this deal of playing together. Thanks for the call. Maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe Devontae Adams will end up playing somewhere else and they'll trade him. But I, I will be absolutely shocked if they end up moving Devontae Adams. And when you have Aaron Rodgers, it's just, I brought it up earlier. Yeah, sure. Trade Devontae Adams, get your picks, get whatever you can get. Sign Allen Robinson, sign Jarvis Landry if you have the room to do that. And then go into next year with Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Allen Lazard, and Aaron Rodgers. Sure, I'm in. I'll do that. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to sign off on that deal. I don't. I think it's going to be I'm not losing the best receiver in football if I'm playing for your team. That's not happening. It's just not happening. So for me, I don't think he leaves. I don't. I really don't think he leaves. So I think one way or the other, they get this done. Now remember, they don't have to have this done tomorrow. They don't have to have this done in two weeks, five weeks. They got plenty of time to get this deal done with Devontae Adams, extend him, and keep him going forward. It's a great deal. Great deal. Good job. Good job, Bill Huber, for breaking the story. Good job, Green Bay Packers, for bringing back the middle linebacker that you had to have back no matter what happens. And now let's see if they get Rajul Douglas back. Now, is Rajul Douglas as big of a deal as Devondre Campbell? No. You've got Stokes. You've got Jair Alexander. So I, I don't get as worried about that. Now, I, Matt Schneidman earlier uh, tweeted out that he's hearing that Jair Alexander wants to be the highest-paid cornerback when he signs. That, that's He wants to be the highest-paid cornerback. Well, highest-paid cornerback right now, I believe, Schneidman said is $20 million. That's Jalen Ramsey. Now, I'm not quite sure how Jair Alexander is going to argue uh, that he deserves to be the highest-paid cornerback. I don't believe he's ever had All-Pro, so I don't know how he gets himself to that point to be in that position to demand that much money. But if they're going to have to pay him another 20 to $25 million on top of the 30 probably you're going to give Devontae, the 50 you're going to give Aaron Rodgers, the Bakhtiari money, highest-paid left tackle, Good thing this salary cap's going up here sometime soon because the Packers are going to need every dollar of it once it does go up. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from Rami Maglov, get his thoughts on this Devondre Campbell signing, five years, $50 million. Bill Huber of SI.com had it first. Good job, Bill Huber. Back after this on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Get your tickets today. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. See Sparky Pfeiffer. Rami Makloff is here. The Rami Show comes up next here on 1250 AM. The Fan. Uh, don't forget tomorrow, Rick Schlesinger of the Brewers joins us at 1035 tomorrow morning. Rick Schlesinger of the Brewers, 1035 tomorrow morning. And obviously, news breaking just before Rami walks in. Devondre Campbell. Five years, $50 million. Bill Huber of SI with a story first. Nicely done by Bill Huber. Rami Makloff, what say you about the Devondre Campbell deal? It's a good signing. Um, that's a lot of money. Do we know the details? How much of it is guaranteed? I don't know. It's dirt cheap. 
I believe it's less than what Blake Martinez signed for with the Giants. Uh, right, 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 right. I just want to know how much of it is guaranteed because that that's going to affect the salary cap, etc. And I heard you talking right before I walked in about does this mean they're opening a five year window? Yeah, because all this money is going to get pushed to the back. But five years doesn't always mean five years in the NFL. Like no matter what, I don't know. That's why I'm asking also the. That's details. why all this money, I think, all this money is going back because they're they're gambling that the, these. The salary cap number is going to go through the roof here in 23, 24, and 25 with the new TV and streaming deals. Like, there's going to be a large spike coming once these new these new contracts go in, and these new contracts go into place for, what, uh, 10 years, 11 years, something like that. We're talking about billions of dollars that are going to be infused into the NFL, and that's when these numbers are going to go up. So that's the Packers are playing the long game on this uh, and pushing all this money to the future. Now, when this money kicks in, a lot of teams are going to be like the Colts, where they're gonna, all of a sudden going to have $70 million to spend. The Packers probably won't be in that situation because they're already going to have their budget allotted for, kind of guessing at what this number is going to be going forward, so they won't have as much room. Like, say, maybe the Bears, who are playing it year to year, when they get to that point, will have all this additional money to go spend in free agency. That's my guess as far as how they're operating it. All right, what's on your show today? On the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer will obviously talk about that. All the news around the NFL. We got Bucks news to discuss. Jared Greenberg from TNT and NBA Network. He's going to be here at 4 o'clock to talk some Bucks and NBA. Tim Allen is here at 4.30. He's going to talk, obviously, some baseball, some Brewers. You know he's losing his mind over all this NFL free agency. Tim loves stuff like this, I'm sure. We'll touch on that. We have draft mockery with Tim. And then at 5.30, Don Wachillis of the Journey House College Sports Show is going to educate Sam and myself on uh, college basketball, a little cram course before uh, we got to fill out brackets. Oh, that's why you have them on. Yeah. yeah. Your financial gain. Well, yes. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I am sense. the big selfish. How did your uh, How did your weekend at the Improv go? Amazing. It's it's the best weekend of comedy I've ever had. Yeah, it was so fun. You you had uh, the knucklehead there, uh, the guy that fills in for Rome. What's his name? Oh, Jay Moore. And then also, you, I was also I, awesome. I was there that weekend. Yeah, I had like three hundred people. We had four hundred plus for two shows on Saturday night. Really? Yeah. That busy. And listen to my words. Hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. Brian Simpson, a year, he's going to be the biggest name in comedy. Within a year, he'll be the biggest name in comedy. So this does dude, he have a TV show lined up or this something? This dude put on a, movie? a master class all weekend long. It was so good, dude. It was so Was it the good. same thing every show or was uh, it he, changing? He, he tweaked it here and there. Yeah. But it was so good. And- Mark my words, he'll be the biggest name so, in comedy in a year. You know me, I hate I hate a lot of swearing. So, mm-hmm. is there a lot of swearing with this dude, or not um, as much? It's not. I don't. I mean, it's not excessive. At least not. You and I have different tastes, or <laughs> that's correct. Ideas of what's excessive. I didn't right. think it was excessive. No, no. Oh, it's good. So funny, man. Brian Amazing. Simpson. There yeah. you go. And, a, and an even better dude. So hopefully he remembers who you are then when he goes hits it big and brings you with him. Great weekend. Amazing weekend. Yeah. Watches. Uh, he has. He's. There's a series on Netflix called The Standups. It's all half hour specials. They do eight every year. Right. His is the one everybody is talking about from this year's, and it's so good. If you so what is it? it? Is it just him doing stand up for thirty minutes, yeah. or do they follow him around? No, and... it's just him doing stand up. So for it's not like minutes. a reality type. No. No, no, no. Gotcha. Rami Makhlouf comes up next. The Rami Show. Have a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 